Welcome back, Hot Topics. We all the way live. Yes, sir, brother. We got some special news today. You got your announcer voice on? Man, we got our first big partnership, baby, in the building. Let's go. Shout out Gladiator Entertainment Trailers. And we want to say today's episode is brought to you in part by Gladiator Entertainment Trailers. If you like to tailgate, why not barbecue, have a couple cold ones, and enjoy some games on two 65-inch screens, four 45-inch screens, all at the same damn time. Hey, Check out my boy Darvin Scott over at Gladiator Entertainment Trailers. You can find him on his Facebook page titled Gladiator Entertainment Trailers, or give him a call at 888-792-5106. Again, that is 888 888- 7925106 get in touch with them so you can show up to your next tailgate trailer decked out and in style baby and in style yes sir uh so yeah we're going to be doing some things with these guys in the future too and now we're going to be growing our platform so stay tuned now mm-hmm. you know we know what you guys want to hear we want to get right back into the swing of things look let's start off with the UFC news. We got Dana White released some personal footage. Looked like it was from his cell phone mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Conor McGregor in sparring session with Paulie Maggiani. Mm-hmm. Now the key, the key thing about this video was, I guess, McGregor knocked Maggiani down. Yes, sir. A two-time boxing champion. Uh, so does that mean McGregor has a chance to potentially compete against Mayweather mm. to maybe knock him down? Uh, a little insight. This guy's a two-time boxing champion. Yes, Mayweather's a many-time multi-world yes. boxing champion, yes. undefeated. Uh, slightly different, but I think maybe this does change a little bit of the perception that some of the people might have against Conor. Because honestly, you know, the last video we saw or the last image we saw of his bar in session was of McGregor knocked out on the floor. I don't know if you guys remember that leaked photo. So now we see him knocking people down. So I think. Momentum might be shifting. This might be an actual good fight. But what do you think? Man, I think that, uh, I think a couple of things. I think that it should boost his confidence, for one. Uh, the fact that you knock down a multi-time boxing champion in the WBO. Um, so I think that, you know, obviously that should, you know, just like I said, it should catapult you if you weren't confident before, had zero confidence. Uh, we all know McGregor had more than that, but <laughs> I think it's going to go out the out the, sky, out the roof now is what I really think because, uh, one, that left hand that he promises has that power, man, he just clipped him with that one and his head actually snapped back. Uh, Maginati's did. And, um, you know, McGregor, he did get to step on him and it, it was kind of a push down at the same time as a knockdown so it was kind of a mix in the two i'm hearing that from a couple of different uh people that watched the clip as well uh they had shane mosley watch it they also had uh um who else was that uh, i forgot who else watched that but I, it was a couple of big time boxers that watched it and gave their thoughts on it and they were all saying it was kind of a good hit but at the same time he gave my that push with the elbow so um i think if you do mix in some dirty boxing for uh mayweather man i don't think he's gonna be used to it because remember mcgregor is a master at elbows so can he get a couple of sneaky elbows in when they're in the clinch like that you know once somebody grab ah, ah, give him a little shoulder yeah. to the chin i mean you got to be able to do some things inside because you're not going to be able to hit him with those wild punches and those angles man. definitely going to try i guess that'll be up to the officiating to see what happens exactly. there Exactly. Uh, we've seen it many times, though. You look this way, something happens. So we'll see. So I think, like you pointed out, 
that might be expected of McGregor. Yes. So maybe they'll be looking for it. But time will tell. A little bit more about that in a bit. Uh, pretty much breaking news, I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. Recent addition to the Los Angeles Rams, Ezekiel Elliott, all-star. You know what I mean? Pro. You know, pro. Uh, suspended for six games, being accused of domestic violence in a case that transpired in June 2016 from someone claiming to be his ex-girlfriend. Now, he's never been arrested, never been convicted or charged with this crime. So is the NFL justified in suspending Elliott without a guilty verdict and taking matters into their own hands? Excellent question. Uh, many layers to it. Do you have any uh, any thoughts about that? Yeah, man, uh, definitely. I think the uh, the Cowboys, oh, Cowboys at that one too. I, w- the, I know the Rams wish they had him yeah, uh, down Cow- here Cowboys. in LA. I know they, man, they'd be dying and sweating to get that boy <laughs> if they could. Uh, I know the Cowboys are going to be definitely hurt with uh, with Ezekiel not going to be in the backfield. As far as the personal side of this, I do think that the NFL jumped the gun because let's not forget that there was a kicker uh, in the past couple of years uh, for the Giants that had a domestic violence case. And he was actually only suspended for one game, man. And he was uh, found guilty in his. And he was uh, doing it for multiple years. So, um, you know, I'm trying to get the name of him now. Josh Brown was his name, actually. And uh, this was actually two years ago. So the fact that he's going through this, got six games, and he's not even guilty. They're still going through the process. And there's no verdict that has been attached to his name. And they gave him the whole six. And for somebody to get to be found guilty and only get one game i mean i just think that they have to find a median and and find a way to arbitrate this a little bit better because you know it's it's just it's sporadic right now i think roger goodell being the the judge jury and execution um i think we have they have to have some type of board or something man because uh situations like this now some of the most important games for the Cowboys uh, are probably going to lose about half of those six, I would say. I mean, Darren McFadden is really going to give you that out the backfield, and you have to depend more on Dak Prescott in the passing game. I uh, just think that stuff isn't really going to unfold. Now, he can't appeal it um, uh, in Ben Roethlisberger's case uh, back when he was also found guilty. He also got it uh, reduced from six to four games, so maybe something like that happens. Uh, it's going to be a sticky situation, though, man, down there in, uh, in Dallas. Like you said, he's not even found guilty. Both of those other examples were found guilty. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, Elliot came out with a statement on Twitter. I don't know if you guys saw that. Basically, he's saying, I'm both surprised and disappointed by the NFL's decision today, and I strongly disagree with the league's findings. He goes on to say some other stuff, but basically, it just summed up right there. Just like what D. Hamley said. What did they find? You know? There's Still no proof. The what happened to uh, innocent until proven guilty? You know, yeah. that's in the court of law. This is the NFL, private organization. So like you said, it's probably not right for them to be uh, judge, jury, and executioner. Yeah. Yikes. That's what so, got, though. Yeah, and, yeah. So what are the chances of Elliot getting his suspension reduced? I would say great if, you know, listening to what you said, but at the same time, by the same string, since he hasn't been convicted, he almost hasn't done anything wrong in the NFL's eyes and he already got the six days, it could also work against him because they've already seemingly made their decision. Yeah. It's like a double-edged sword right there. Yes. Uh, we just got to see. Hopefully this backlash or the things that people are saying, like us and other people in media and Ezekiel, maybe that'll have something to do with what they decide in the final days. Uh, we shall see. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that, man. I think, if anything, it might get reduced just like Ben's did from six to four. 
I don't see anything going past that. Maybe three to just cut it dead in half if they find uh, nothing on it or if the verdict gets turned around and they find him innocent. I would like it to be reduced to zero, but yeah. by then, it already have a couple games that already probably been played. So that's where the Cowboys are at, man. They're going to have to depend on that passing game and that defense now that uh, they're saying got bolstered up and with these uh, draft picks and some of their offseason moves. So we'll see if it can come to fruition. How bad is that? Imagine he gets found totally innocent in the court of law mm. and he's missed three games at this point. Point. It's crazy, man. For for nothing. It's crazy. I don't know what I don't know what's going on in the NFL right now, but further on down the line, we're talking about Marshawn Lynch, one-time Super Bowl champion, yep. uh, many-time Pro Bowl champion, and the list goes on. We know Marshawn. Yes, sir. Uh, Beast mode. Beast mode sparks a little bit of a media frenzy as he sat for the national anthem in his first appearance with the Oakland Raiders. Are they still called the Oakland Raiders? They are right now, yes. Right. Vegas has not still been finalized. Yeah, they're wow. still going through the motions and that. It's a rigorous process. Well, well, he's still playing for his home team basically for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said he's been doing that for his whole career, though. He's been sitting for the national anthem for his whole career, 11 years. Caught me by surprise when he said that. That was a quote. That's a literal quote. And nobody cared before all of this Colin Kaepernick situations and shenanigans last year, whatever you want to call it. I say shenanigans because of being treated like one. Yes. Uh, this whole thing is a fiasco. Yes. But what is the difference? Uh, what, what is the difference? Marshawn has been sitting for 11 years and won the Super Bowl. He retired. He went, did stuff with Bear Grylls. You know what I mean? The endorsements, donated money to a city, came back to the NFL mm-hmm. on a different mm-hmm. team. And he's still doing it. I guess now they recognize it because maybe it's his first game back. He hasn't said anything vocally about it prior to this, though, too. Maybe that's the difference. I don't know. What, what, what do you think? What, is it is it, a, is it a difference? Is there even a difference? I really don't think there is. I mean, one person kneeled, one person sits down on a cooler and eats a banana being Marshawn Lynch. I mean, I... I, I, I I don't get it, man. I mean, it, you know, it's. It, it, I think you're still showing that you care uh, by still performing a gesture and not just walking around and, you know, just totally just ignoring the national anthem going on. I think it's, we're just we're taking this whole thing way too far um, in the Colin, Ka- Colin Kaepernick situation. He actually had good reason behind when he when he was doing that. And uh, Marshawn is just saying, hey, man, I never really stood for it in the first place. You guys <laughs> just never really knew. So, uh, yeah, man, it's two different, two entirely different situations. And it also makes it makes you think, is Lynch doing this now with reason uh, in the case that Colin Kaepernick is having a hard time finding a job and saying, you know, now that I have my job and I am in, uh, you know, Oakland in my hometown and you know I'm a philanthropist and humanitarian of the city let me make this stand and I got your back and I'm still gonna do this in the NFL and show them man we gonna hold it down for you that's a good point that's a good point I think that might speak to his character a little bit even if his uh, reasons were the same as Kaepernick's he just never spoke on it Mm -hmm. Um, I think you know the fact that he continued to do it now he had to know that somebody might take a make some attention towards him because of the Kaepernick situation. We're talking about people boycotting the NFL because Kaepernick doesn't have a job. So it's kind of a hot topic right now. So definitely him doing that, he had to like, I don't know, he had to know what was coming. I think that's showing at least some support. Uh, And I think Kaepernick should probably have a job anyway. But good question here, uh, D. Hanley. Is it because when teams are winning that we focus on that? Instead of the outside storyline surrounding the team. Now, that's an excellent point because Marshawn Lynch was on the Seahawks 
prior and they were in the Super Bowl like every year one in one of those years and the one that they didn't was like a huge con- controversy as well uh, I, that's, I think that's an excellent point I think yeah potentially because uh, 49ers were not doing hot <laughs> and then Kaepernick does that and you, they just find some scapegoat season that's it I'm telling you know when when things are going good and the ship is floating, man, you don't pay attention to little bolts and nuts that are, uh, you know, maybe loose in a couple of different areas. Yeah. You just focus on the major parts to keep you afloating. Now, when the, st- the, the ship starts sinking, then you're looking around. Oh, man, yeah. what's going wrong? Oh, oh man, we got to fix this. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, man. That screw right we could have done this to yeah. prevent the maintenance. Oh, you now, know. Who's fat? whose fault is that really? Is it the loose screw? Or is it the maintenance crew? Exactly. And the maintenance crew being the staff, being everybody that already knew about this and just kind of put it to the back burner. So, uh, you know, my thoughts on that is when stuff is going good or bad, the situations and the relationships and how you're being treated should be the same. But we all know this in just the not only the athletic and the professional world, but the business world as well. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's pretty much, you know, what have you done for me lately? You know, you have to make sure that everything you're doing is consistent and as uh, precise as you can make it, because uh, it's a tough world out there, man. And if you, uh, you know, you get your head below that water and you can't hold your breath long enough and you need to come up, but somebody else is able to keep it down there a little bit longer. You know, they may exactly. be the person that they pick, man, and, and you may be the one that just goes drowning that they can toss into a storyline. And, you know, you're the person that's uh, put out there to be on the catapult. Exactly. You end up not writing your own narrative and no one exactly. wants to be in that situation. Negative. Uh, like they say in the business world, too, you know, uh, look out for oneself, a.k.a. cover your own ass. That's like, it. Man. It goes for every profession. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's it, brother. <laughs> man. So. A lot of NFL news today, actually. Uh, yes. Wide receiver Sammy Watkins Oop. has been traded to the Los Angeles Rams. Yes. And that's what I was thinking earlier, talking about Ezekiel. But nevertheless, he came from the Buffalo Bills in the yes, trade sir. for EJ Gaines and a second-round draft pick. Mm. Watkins, clearly the Rams' best receiver and should be set for a huge year. What are the Rams' playoff chances Ooh. with this addition? I don't know, they've been doing pretty sweet. They've been doing pretty sweet since that since the games that we've seen last year. Oh, brother. <laughs> Some of the worst games I've ever seen. Whoa, that was rough, man. Uh, but what are their playoff chances? I don't know what the kind of teams we got going on, but also what the kind of injuries we got going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, they And what's the name is out for six games? Uh, talking about Ezekiel Elliott. Aaron Texas, though. Uh, I don't know. I, I I can't say what their chances are, but I think they might win at least ten more games this season. I don't know about the playoffs though. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm thinking that addition is going to open up their backfield for Gurley. I think that's going to be the biggest piece of what they've been missing because they've had a Tavon Austin out there. He's kind of yep. a, the miniature receiver. He's a perfect slot receiver because he's about five eight five nine. Can just zing out those cuts. Bam bam, hit you real quick. Um, you got Robert Woods on the other side of Watkins now, but Watkins is your home run hitter, your 6'2", 6'3", 235 specimen that can go up and catch a ball. Just tell Goff to throw it up and give me a chance. That's what they've been missing, and that's what every offense really needs. You have to have that that dynamic in addition to your slot receivers. Now, Gurley is going to benefit from this because now you have to either double-team Watkins or you put eight in the box and you disrespect Watkins and you tell him to beat you over the top and you trust in golf not being able to make the throws 
uh, and that's going to be on golf. So now we're going to see if golf's development has come along and if he is that quarterback that they wanted. Now everything is going to start coming into fruition because their defense is, uh, it, it was good last year. I think they were top 15 actually, yeah. uh, held a couple teams besides the game that we went to with the Falcons. Oh my God. Uh, 42 to 7, 49 Falcons to 7. Falcons ended up doing pretty good that season oh. to, to give them credit. It went to the Super Bowl. So, yes, yeah, they had, yeah. a, they had but, one of the best offenses but, ever seen. Jesus that was just, man, out of the woodworks. I almost threw up. Yeah, that was a beatdown if we ever seen one. So, um, yeah, I think that their their line is getting better. Uh, they definitely need a big year from Gurley. Watkins is going to be a phenomenal addition for uh, Gurley's running abilities and to see what golf can do with that kind of receiver because they definitely didn't have that. Kenny Britt was kind of similar to that kind of receiver, but he was more possession. Couldn't really take it and uh, go over the top with it. Uh, he'll give you some you know, great catches and some good body-up catches, but Watkins gives you all of that, man. He's uh, he's easily, I would say, a top 10 receiver in the league right now. Man. Um, you know, I want to put him up there. If not top 10, maybe top 12, uh, depending on, you know, what you like and different dynamics of a receiver, man. It's, it's going to be interesting down here in L.A. Yeah, I can't wait to see what Todd Gurley's doing now that you pointed out Sammy Watkins. Mm-hmm. Like you said, hopefully uh, Jared Goff can get the ball to him. That's it, man. We're going to see what Goff's arm is about now, boy. Yikes. Do we have, who's the backup dude for Goff? Anybody, uh, that's going to be uh, Sean Mannion. Yeah, Sean Mannion. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, Played a couple games last year. Yeah, yeah. I, really, I think I might have put him in on a one bye week when something like, like that. Yeah, kind of rough and mm-hmm. stuff. And he didn't do too bad, but he didn't do great. So yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see, Jared Goff. Hopefully, you can do this. Now, I so, told you we we're gonna come back to it, and uh, we are because Conor McGregor apparently had some open gym workouts over the weekend, mm-hmm. and. Uh, like you say, they were very interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, unorthodox style, uh, you know, southpaw fighter, I believe. Yes. So, with this unorthodox style, does he have a chance at hitting Mayweather from angles that he hasn't seen before? Like, for example, the. the no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I mean, I would say hopefully not. But I think it's a possibility. I say hopefully not because Mayweather's a world-class boxing champion. Like he, you know, he has the, he has that brain. He has that kind of brain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So hopefully not. That'll definitely shake him if if it does. He's gonna be like, what what, what the heck? He's gonna start right. maybe re-guessing his strategy. But totally a possibility because, yes. like you said, the elbow thing, and he's coming from a different style mm-hmm. of fighting mm-hmm. into boxing. Mm-hmm. That's like those people who like. Are like b-boy dancers and they take it to like broadway it's like some right, new right, stuff right. you end up with hamilton you know what i mean right. and it takes the world by storm so we shall see i think that's an excellent question i think there's a slight chance that that might happen but i don't mm-hmm. think it's gonna win it for him i do as well man now uh, a couple of videos i saw where he was you know doing some real boxing and he has some real moves his hits are coming from angles that are you know kind of overhand and kind of up at an angle and up at an angle and just very wide and not really precise and straight. He punches kind of around and to you instead of through you. So it's kind of different. Uh, now, I did see a joking video that was on Worldstar when he was doing his Bernie and he was just in a ring doing this for about five minutes. I didn't know if that was his boxing style or called out the chicken wing. I didn't know what that was. So That's the uh, ball. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I definitely don't think he tries to come out with that style. Uh, stick to the wide punches and the, 
the unorthodox angles. Uh, I think that's always been uh, what he masters at. His kicks are really what were different and, and separated him from uh, people in the MMA. So now that you have to eliminate that, eliminate uh, any type of real grappling uh, besides just, you know, holding real quick to catch your breath and get, you know, pushed off by the ref. Um, you can sneak a couple rabbit punches in there. For people that don't know who rabbit punches is, you can get uh, somebody's head and give him a couple quick punches <laughs> before the ref. Now, he is going to do that. And if you notice, uh, in the Malinaji video, he did get a couple of dirty rabbit punches in on Malinaji uh, before the ref broke the, the referee broke them up. So he should excel at those little things, maybe hitting them with a the little elbow while he has them. In. I'm yeah. telling you, it's going to be some things. Mayweather will probably end up with a cut on his face from something dirty from McGregor in this fight. Damn. and. Uh, Mayweather has not been cut in quite a while. Now, he got hit uh, with something by Mosley. That did get him nicked up. Uh, Pacquiao, obviously, he didn't hit anything but air. Uh, <laughs> uh, Maidana, uh, he caught a, mm, a little bit of hit in. So, we're going to see probably somebody really touch Mayweather, not from a clean boxing shot, but from something inside the clinch and something that is probably going to be illegal but may not get caught by the ref only because of something. This is something that McGregor is a master of yeah. is getting inside that clinch. So we'll see, man. It's going to be, it's going to be entertaining to say the least. Now, I don't, if anything, I think, uh, McGregor, if he sees himself down 10 rounds to one going into the 12th and, uh, you know, obviously sees he can't get a big shot in. I think he just comes out and just kicks him or goes for a guillotine or something just to say you got uh, Mayweather <laughs> on the ground. Nobody's <laughs> even been able to say that, man. I mean, hey, you lose $200,000, you gain $49,800,000. Uh, each side is going to split uh, 100 Each side splits $100 million. Mayweather doesn't have to split it with anybody. Uh, McGregor's side gets $100 million. He has to split 50 of it with the UFC. Right. You lose 200000 getting disqualified in a boxing match to this caliber in this extent. It may be a million, maybe a whole million, but uh, what's the million? So he, he would like take some days, just does a takedown? Like, just does a takedown and just give him a couple <laughs> elbows on the ground. Fuck it, man. You know, you're losing a fight that bad. Just go for something, man. I wonder what would happen. That would obviously break it up, but you know, maybe it would be so heated. Yeah, and I'm, I'm saying it'd be probably. something different. Who can say that they got a clean shot, a clean couple elbows? Elbows in on Mayweather before like he retired. Couple of illegal elbows, kind of like, yeah. Hey, I mean, I guess you take what you can get at hey, that point. And then there's, an, there's always going to be an asterisk next to the name disqualified. So, hey, hey, man, you didn't really beat me. I got disqualified. I disqualified myself. Now, sounds childish. Now, sounds childish, but hey, man, sometimes you got to do what you got to do if you see yourself Yo, in the brink of defeat. Like maybe that. in like 40 years that might work, but all the way up until then, it's like, no, chop. No, big chop. I'm sorry. You lost that one. Yeah, man. Oh, man. It's going to be it's gonna be entertaining. <laughs> uh, so that's what we're hoping the Mayweather and Pacquiao fight was going to bring with some entertainment. But like you said, one of them was only hitting imaginary speed bags. So let's sure. hope that this ain't like that. Apparently, he's training. We know Mayweather's training. Mm -hmm. He was mm -hmm. born for it, it seemed like. Yes. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll keep you updated on that. Obviously, we're not going to be talking about it live. You're going to have to watch it, and then we'll talk about it afterwards on the appropriate Sunday. But in the meantime, what time is it? Yep, Susie. No, let's bring it over to D Skills Corner. Okay, okay. Let's talk to that corner. Let's talk to my corner a little bit. Now, man, you know, it's kind of weird. It kind of sucks that, like, everything is, like, all the news is, like, in a similar, it's on a similar subject. Uh, it's either some group of people is being 
excommunicated or being ostracized or left out or whatever. Some other group of people might be being chastised or assaulted or something like that. Some other group of people is being blamed for the whole nine yards and stuff like that. Uh, in my corner today, man, let's just talk about taking the taking it down a notch. Be peaceful with one another. You don't regurgitate just the things that you hear on TV or that you read on the internet just because they align with what you already believe. You have to be objective sometimes. Uh, maybe your beliefs aren't always totally right. Whenever someone proves a controversial or a contrasting fact to what you already believe, even if they're 100% right, your brain activates flight or fight response. So you feel physically threatened. And that's a lot of what we see out here. And people don't understand the psychology behind it. So, and they, and they just act out. So I just wanted to take the time to, you know, have a moment of silence or whatever you want to call it for the life that was lost in Charlotte. Uh, North Carolina. It was in Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah, Charlottesville, Virginia. Yeah. Uh, Charlottesville, Virginia on Saturday after a Unite the Right white supremacist rally descended into chaos. Uh, I saw people on the internet saying it wasn't a white supremacist rally. It was just a bunch of white people saying white lives matter. And what I'm wondering is where were the people that were saying all lives matter a few months ago? Now all of a sudden it's white lives matter and the all lives people matter are quiet. And then someone, you know, they have torches meant to intimidate. Like, look, the employee at Home Depot who sold those torches, you know, he's biting. You know, he's kicking himself in the foot right now. You know, he's biting, him, biting his own tongue. How did they let this happen? But anyway, it resulted in a fatality. And that's when you have to draw the line. People say free speech is free speech. And where do you draw the line? I say you draw the line when people start getting hurt. It's just that simple. You don't, you know, hate begets hate. So let's just tone down the hate a little bit. If you can't, you know, if you can't, don't have anything nice to say, just don't say nothing at all. It's like the golden rule from, what, 1981 or even before that. We have to treat these people like kids now. Uh, If you can't make decisions for yourself in a responsible manner that doesn't involve getting anyone hurt, these people have families. Some of these people are young Republican leaders from little colleges around there, and some of them are older people. So it's not something that's dying out. These are the younger people perpetuating these things and becoming violent. So let's just put a stop to it. It starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with the man in the mirror, Michael Jackson. Let's just make our own stand and be peaceful and move forward as a, as a people. We're all one people. Just be cool about it. And that's it for my... I mean, I'm not trying to get upset. I'll get mad over here and start yelling on the mic. Just be cool. And that's it for my corner, man. That's it. Let's swerve over to D. Hanley's lane. Yes, sir. Uh, skirting on 22s. Yes, sir, man. Uh, still just uh, kind of piggybacking off of that, man. They found the... Uh, suspect that was driving a car, James Alex Fields Jr. Uh, from Maumee, Ohio, uh, has been charged with second-degree murder, uh, three counts of malicious wounding, and failed to stop at the scene of a crash that resulted in death. Uh, let's not forget the 19 people that were also injured in uh, combination to the death. So, uh, just a sick mindset, man. And uh, I'm just pulling up a quote here where they interviewed his mom and. Um, he actually texted her last week saying that he was going to take some time off and he was going to a rally. I don't think she uh, ever had in mind that he was going to do something like this. She was last quoted saying that she told him, 
for some reason. He didn't want to specify what he was going to give more details, so she just simply told him to be careful and to be peaceful. Uh, I don't think the latter of that was what he was looking to do. I think he had some uh, malicious intent, to say the least. So, uh, yeah, man, our condolences to the family of the fallen victim, and uh, our prayers are with everybody else that is going through everything down there, man. The other 19 families, uh, our thoughts are with you here at Hot Topics, and um, we hope that everybody is going to a speedy recovery, and we hope that these uh, bonehead activities and uh, mindsets down there, just across the whole United States, I mean, we're a nation that needs to come together right now, man. We have so many uh, negative sets of news that are going on in the world right now. I don't think it's time for us to have any any type of civil type of war or, you know, uh, going back and forth right now, but I guess it's America, so, uh, you know... We just got to keep going through the motions, man. So, ah, it's, it's tough right now in these streets, man. Yeah. And uh, everybody just be safe wherever you go. Uh, another shout out, man, to uh, Gladiator Entertainment Trailers. Uh, if you did miss the sponsorship at the beginning of the show, uh, they are a new partner now. Um, you can find them on their Facebook page titled Gladiator Entertainment Trailers. Uh, they have the best tailgate trailers you will probably find on the market, man. Uh, they have uh, multiple TVs, 265 <laughs> inches, 445 yeah. inches, man. I mean, I don't have, I don't want to have yeah. to go through the whole thing again, but uh, reach them at 888-792-5106. And uh, it looks like you had something to chime in uh, right no, there. I'm just going to boost it up, you know, because yes, we're, like, we're kind of like on that same topic. Like, and by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's just because of, <laughs> of the stuff we just talked about. Yeah, so, yeah I know, let's get I know. back. We got to yeah. get back I on, man. Let's hey, go. Man. Yeah, man, you know, it's uh, it's a little, gets you in that type of mood with these uh, malicious uh, acts, man. I know, you got to you gotta bring uh, awareness about it. I ain't, mean, it. I ain't mean to turn it down on y'all Damn. like that, but you got to bring awareness about it. But yes, sir. shout out Gladiator yes, Events sir. Yes, Entertainment. Sir. Much love, you, we appreciate that so we can actually grow our platform to a little bit. Uh, bigger. That is like, exactly what we're looking for. Well, grow our media into a bigger platform. I'm yes. gonna say venue, but I mean the venue ain't that small right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yes, yeah, sir. we're about to do some big things. I'm super excited. We just got off the phone with the guy, uh, yes, Darvin. Uh, pleasure to meet you. Yes, and that that she reached out to us and thank you guys for watching and yes, commenting. Sir. I see Magic Santos on the young comment. Ah, shout out, shout other. out. See some other. Oh, my eyes are so bad. Uh, we got Shout some out activity to you up there too. Yes, sir. One time. Hot thank topics with D two. Thank you, you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, and we coming soon live from uh probably one of these tailgates. So look yeah. out for us in them parking lots. Rams game, Chargers game, baby. Thank <laughs> you again. Couldn't do it without you, baby. <laughs>